boy. <clears throat> you know, I, uh, you know, they don't tell you when you get past like 32, maybe even, maybe even 30, actually. They don't tell you that hangovers last for 72 hours. I mean, I know people say that and they say it like kind of in a joking manner. No jokes. There's no jokes with that. It's, it's so true. I went to a wedding Saturday night, which fueled the topics of today up in Bangor and uh, drank less than everybody else. Your boys still hung over. So I'm drinking so much water right now and I got a coffee and there's a, if you're eventually I'm going to do a video podcast, but if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see what I'm talking about. Before I get into anything today, I just want to talk about this one thing and I want, I want your feedback on this story. So message me, whatever, what you think. So it had to have been, when was this? Had to have been right before COVID, I think. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be 37 on Friday. I don't, I don't know shit from, I don't know shit about fuck anymore. Okay. So, um, we moved in here three years ago in a couple months. So been here for three years, almost. And I think most people within here in the building know, know who we are per se. Um, but, uh, one day about two years ago, we got a phone call from a gent and it was a voice message and he said, Hey, I live in the building. I, and I'm not, not saying it to not say it. I sincerely don't remember his name or what he did. He goes, I live in the building. I do X, Y, Z. I know that you guys do clothing. Do you have any need for a mannequin? So I had just started doing photography, moving into doing all the photography for catalyst, which I do do to do. And, um, I said, you know, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe we could use it with a green screen and we could do some mocks and you know, whatever. There's always a need for something. And at the time we had a storage room downstairs. So he said, okay, he goes, I'm going to, I'm going to come bring it to you. Now he didn't say when he was going to bring it. He didn't say anything other than I'm going to bring it to you. So a couple of days go by, right? And nothing. I'm like, was that real? Was this a real person? Did I dream it? No, I didn't dream it because somebody who worked in here at the time went to go to the bathroom and came back in and said, there is a headless ripped (laughs) naked man in front of your store, which immediately I was like, well, did you call the cops? But then I was like, oh my God, it's the guy who left the mannequin. No call, no text, no knock. He left this. And (laughs) and, uh, Guys packing. Guys packing. Um, it's a it is you tell me if this is odd. Tell me if the whole story is odd. 
And also tell me if it's odd that he's got a crack where his throat is. Send me a message. Let me know. What do you think? Do you think it's odd? I think it's odd. So he's been in storage for a couple of years. We went and got him downstairs. We've had him in the store. Scares the shit out of you when you come in in the morning. You come around the corner from the back. You say, holy shit. But here he is. Here he is. And um, the guy's got eight abs. Um, he's packing. He's got some nice. He's got some nice quad sweep too. You know, fucking talking about this goddamn. Uh, what is this called? A mannequin. Mannequin. It's getting me sweaty, dude. Sweaty. <sighs> Sorry. Take it off my shirt. Um, okay, so I was getting ready to pod, and. I see this thing and I'm like, okay, I have to like, it's just sitting in here. So I have to ask, is it weird that the guy called me? Is it weird that he didn't let me know he's dropping it off? Is it weird that he just left this? Is this what mannequins look like? Has anybody worked in retail before? Should the guy be this svelte in this packing? <laughs> Should there be this much heat packed? Should it be? Let me know. Let me know what you think. Um, but yeah, and I never saw the guy again. Never heard from him. I don't know what he used it for, but there's a huge crack on the Johnson. How many words can I make up <laughs> to describe someone's penis? We're at Throt and Johnson and Pack and Heat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so my life has come to. After I get done my workday here uh, making t-shirts, uh, I sit down with a mannequin that has 19 fucking abs and is packing harder than Momoa and Kip Moore and Clint Eastwood having a baby. So this is it. This is it, you know? Anyway. Um, okay. So like I said, went to a wedding in Bangahor. Okay. So Bangor is weird for me because I spent, it was the first place I lived on my own. I went to Hudson college freshman year to play football Left after my first semester of junior year, went to UAlbany in upstate New York. It's not even upstate. UAlbany is just like an hour from Worcester. It's New York, but whatever. Um, and uh, so I, I was there and I was 18, 19, 20, turned 21 in New York. Uh, went to New York for a year, came back, uh, played football in New York, came back, finished at Husson playing football. So my whole college experience was five years, four of those five years, because no credits transferred back from Albany to Husson, suspensive um, for nothing. But anyway, live and learn <laughs> and um, came back to Husson, finished. And uh, so I spent four years of my life in, in Bangor. And um, it's weird because I, it, it, was, it was such a, it's such a weird place to me. And again, anybody's buddies of mine, listen to this, who live there. I'm not, I'm just going to preface this now. I'm not shitting on Bangor. Okay. There's just a weird vibe there. Like, like when you have a dream that dies, it gets reincarnated somewhere in Bangor. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding, but I'm also kidding. I don't want to hurt any feelings. Um, hmm. Got some iced Americano. Um, so I was there for four years, 18 to 22. Um, 22? Yes, I graduated when I was 22. Um, and even then, 
it was just weird. But that's not the point of these stories today. This is the whole uh, thesis, context, title of this movie is your boy is 37 going on 87. That's what I realized. And I'll tell you exactly what I mean because I went by some places that I used to haunt. Places that 18, 19, 20-year-old Kyle, which if you're a fan of the pod, you know Kyle was eh, seh, douchebag in college. The guy you would not want to talk to, shaved head, shaved face, looked like Bane. Uh, my AOL and semester screen name was the head receiver 88. Do with that information what you will. That's what it was. Um, but okay, this time so, I'm getting older, right? So I'm going to give you three wedding. stories. Okay. Three now, stories. mind you, the wedding started. Now, everybody was there. Everybody that I knew that was there was um, same age, right? We're all like mid-30s, 36, 37. Um, and it's all funny because you don't see these people as much as you used to. And your memories of seeing these people a lot was in college. And everybody knows, unless you are Tim Tebow, which I don't for a second believe Tim Tebow is as good as he says he is. Like, he's got a bad side. You know what I'm saying? But that's another story for another time. Uh, you see these people and you immediately think like, oh my God, remember that time that like I puked into a cup and uh, or I peed in a bar or like... Uh, you know, I fell down a flight of stairs because I had 67, you know, keg stands. Maybe that was just my college experience. But for most people, their college experience and the people that they hung out with, it's just debauchery. It's straight debauchery. It's it's alcoholic level drinking, 100%. As I sip my water. Um, so, yeah. So, seeing these people were all were like, man, like, I wonder, like, wonder how this night's going to go. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder, do you think it's going to be? So... Wedding started at 4.30. After party was 8.30. Guys, we got in there. Ceremony was over in like 10 minutes, right? One of my best friends in the world, Tommy Lasko. Love him. Hope he listens to this. Hope uh, while he's over in Poland the next 8 to 10 months, serving for the great country of America, um... Hope you have a great time over there, bud. And I will see you in Poland or Italy or any of the other places that you may go. Anyway, back to the story. Uh, so after the ceremony, you know, you cocktail time. It's cocktail time. So my cocktail of choice is gin and tonic. Um, now, all the other men that are there that I knew from college, they're men, right? We're talking brown liquor men. They're drinking fucking whiskey on the rocks, bourbon. There's me. Uh, like a, you know, a mid twenties girl on a diet, you know, gin and tonic is my drink. Okay. So it's either that or wine is my go-to at night. Cause it's relaxing. You could have multiple glasses. You kind of just sit there, relax, fall into the couch, whatever. Um, I'm not too big on beer. If you follow me on social media, you know, I post a lot of Coors Banquet and a lot of Coors Light. What you don't know is that I only have one, <laughs> two max. If I'm fishing for a couple hours, uh, beer is just really filling. It's just hard for me to drink a lot of it. Um, so, so I have a gin and tonic and then Amy goes to the bar again and Amy gets her margarita, her skinny marg, and she gets me a gin and tonic. So now your boy's got two gin and tonics in him and it's 520. Dinner hasn't even started yet. <laughs> 
So we sit down, and I think it's it's almost dinner time. But we're at the table, and I go, well, I got steak for dinner. So I'm going to go get – and they, for some reason, they have one of my favorite wines. It's actually like for under, under $13, $14 a bottle. It's one of the best wines I've ever had. And I don't know a dick about wine. It's called Lease Fitch Cabernet. It's good. Um, but they had that. So I was like, oh, let me get a big you know, glass of wine to have with this fucking rare meat, as you should. So – the people that were great, they were they were great bartenders. They they did like the funny pour where they didn't even give me like a normal pour. They topped the thing off. <laughs> so, um, I, I I get the wine and then now um, I I sit down and we have dinner and everybody's eating and drinking and I have a glass of wine and then I get done the glass of wine and it's like in dinner it's probably like five fifty at this point. Amy's had a couple of drinks. I've had a couple of drinks. I go and I get an Allagash White. So now I've had two gin and tonics, a, a giant glass of wine, should be two glasses, and an Allagash White. Because your boy isn't like the rest, right? He can't just stay in his lane of like, I'm a bourbon drinker. I'm going to bourbon the whole time. No, I'm not. I'm like, the, I'm like, I'm like, the first time you ever get to drink, you want to try it all. That's me. Every time. It's not large quantities, but you shouldn't be mixing those things, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, the sunlight's beaming in on me. They haven't even cut the cake yet. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it till 830. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and everybody at the table feels the same way. We're all like, man, how the fuck, you know, how, the, how are we going to do Now, in college, you'd be waking up at 530 at night, which I'll tell you a story in a second. It, it was tough. It was tough. So we get done. You know, we have, I think I had one more gin and tonic. <laughs> all right. So total G&Ts, three, from 4 p.m., 4.30 p.m. till 8.30. Glass of wine, beer. Now, I'm a big guy. 220 pounds. Um, I have a decent tolerance, but not as good as other people, which I don't know if that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Uh, I don't have a good tolerance at all. I can't drink brown liquor. I can't do straight tequila. It's got to be in some sort of mark. So that's it. We call it quits. We're like, we cannot drink anymore. We got to get back downtown to the hotel. We got to go to this after party thing. So we leave, go back to the hotel. And it's like, 8.30 on the nose, right? And I'm like, we got to go back downtown to this bar. I We make a call. We make a judgment call. It was a very relaxed wedding. I said, I think we're going to be the only people, excuse me, I think we won't be the only people who don't dress up for this thing, right? It's at a bar in the top level, you know? Like, so Amy puts on leggings. <laughs> I put on a pair of shorts and a shirt and we head on down. Okay, And before we go, we take a long look back at the bed and think, damn it, I wish I was in there. <laughs> so we go, right? We go down there. Um, I'm already planning the Irish exit. Um, I did the best I could. We stayed for 45 minutes, maybe an hour, maybe an hour or something like that. Um, but, uh, 
you know, it just, it just, it, everything, you know, and I don't know what anybody else did. I don't know how late anybody else stayed, anything like that. But then it came time to leave. I said my goodbyes, I hugged Tommy, thanked, you know, thanked them for the wedding, all this kind of stuff, said goodbye to people I haven't seen in years and probably won't see for a few more years, maybe, maybe this fall at homecoming. Um, and we took off. Amy at this point is sleeping, standing up. So, so we start walking back, right? We're walking back to the hotel. It's like a mile. Um, man, maybe less than a mile. It's right in Bangor, right next to like where the concert venue is. And to the right, there's this bar called the Poor House, which is an amazing dive bar. But at this point of the night, you bo- we're not not having it. So our friends break off, and we go. We'll see you later. <laughs> And we keep walking straight and we go right back to the hotel, baby. I, I stopped. I got a, I got a Tijuana mama and I got a bag of chippy chippies, Tijuana mama, bag of cool ranch chippies, maybe and a water ate those got into bed. Perfect. 1030, 1045. And it felt like it was 5am. Now the next day we want to go to Dice Arts, which anybody in anybody who knows Maine, knows that Dice Arts is amazing, right? It is a, it's a truck stop. It's a truck stop. Nothing wrong with that. It's amazing. They have a little general store. They got, you know, there's functioning truck stop where people shower and shit and whatever the hell they do there. And, um, but then there's also a restaurant, right? 24 hour restaurant and all day breakfast, right? And it's great. It's fucking awesome, actually. Um, so we were pumped about that. So we go, we go into Dice Arts, both hurting. You'd think we'd be okay. Cause you know, we went to bed at like 10 30, 11. And I think I got up at, well, Amy got up at the crack of dawn as usual, but I slept until eight. So that's like nine hours of sleep. Wasn't great sleep, but it was sleep. And I shouldn't feel that bad. Had a bunch of water before I went to bed. You know, I had three or four, three G and T, probably two and a half G and T's. I really didn't finish the last one. Glass of wine, beer. It's all I had the whole night. And I felt like someone punched me in the face. <laughs> I had to think back if I had gotten punched in the face because my head hurt so bad. So we go to Dice Arts, right? Which reminded me of this story to give you an idea of the difference between 19 slash 20 year old Kyle. I think I was 19. Yes. To 30, coming up on 37. We went by a bar, which um, it's two things now. There's a place called there's actually a shooting there recently. If you're from Maine, you know what I'm talking about. Diamonds Gentlemen's Club, which is the cuckiest way ever of saying strip club. Just say strip club. The gentlemen and strip club do not go in the same sentence together. So strip club. Scrip, S-K-R-I-P, script club. Okay, that's what it is. Um, and uh, below it is a place called Half Acre, which used to be a place called Gemini, which is a club. And when I mean club, I mean like, College, hip hop, people spilling drinks on each other, fights, people puking on each other, hip hop, club, college, Bangor. You get the idea. It's an enormous place, right? So, one second. So, I was reminded of when I was a bouncer there. I just bumped my hand to the mannequin. <laughs> um, sorry, pal. And uh, it was me and Big Lou and Shory and some other guys on the team and some other athletes. So, like, they hired all these big, bigger guys from Husson to be bouncers, right? And we all thought it was amazing because 
Lou and Shori were over 21, but I wasn't, I wasn't even 20 yet. So I was like, Oh my God, I get to be at a bar and like check IDs and like talk to girls. Like that's all I needed. They could have paid me five bucks to do it. I would have done it actually probably for free. So long story short, um, we all got fired for letting in like a hundred underage people from Hustin within like the first two weeks, right? Whatever. <laughs> that's not, that's not the story though. The story is, you know, in the movies, like in the hangover when they all go or varsity blues, when they all go to the script club or the bar and they open the doors and it's bright out, it's morning, you know, um, we wanted to like have, we wanted to have that. So one night after the bar closed, because the bars are main close at one. If you're listening to this in New York, you're probably like, what the fuck? The bars close at one. I would go into work at four, get set up, change up. I think they'd open around six and you'd have like straggler people who would come in. But then like the club club would be between like nine and 10. And then like from 10, 10 o'clock to one was when like, you know, really the college scene would show up. Right. So we close the bar at one, you clean up, you sweep, you clean the bathrooms, you settle up, whatever. We get our pay for the night, which is like 30 bucks. Or something. I don't fucking know for risking our lives. And, um, we were like, Oh, we should stay one night. Cause there was pool tables and a sound system of like, let's have our own party. Cause you can't drink. You can't do anything while you're working. Obviously if you're a bouncer. So like we started drinking and playing pool and you know, some of the bartenders stayed and some of the waitresses stayed and like, you know, the owners and all this stuff. And we were in there drinking till five 30 in the morning. <laughs> And if we had cell phones, we would have done the shot where you open the doors and you cover your face because it's light out. So we did that. So we go outside and of course, we're drunk. So we want food. So we drive the Dice Arts. Excuse me. We didn't drive. Somebody who didn't drink drove us. <laughs> I remember that. This kid, Matt, he didn't drink. And um, so we go to Dice Arts and we go and we eat, whatever. Now at this point, it's probably 6.30, 6.45 in the morning and we're coming out. And I remember one of my buddies was like, you won't go on that bus. It was a big like Greyhound, like travel bus, you know, and a big sign in the front said New York or Philly. It might've been New York or Philly anyway. And it was a, it was filled with older folks. So it must've been like a tour for older folks. So I said, okay. Yeah. So I traipse up onto the bus smelling like a Red Bull slash vodka because <laughs> that's what I drank back then. I know that's not shocking to anybody, but that's what I drank. And um, I get on the bus and, and, you know, there's fear in these people's eyes. And I go, holy shit. I go, can you believe that this bar is going, <laughs> this bar, can you guys believe that this fucking bus is going to California? And like they're all their faces were like, oh, oh. and I ran off the bus like a heel, like in a cartoon, like, or oh, no, what's the thing? What's the meme that everybody posts now? Skeletor, like when he says something ridiculous, like, hey, I got your sister pregnant. And it like runs away. <laughs> and we got back in the car. I think I got into bed at like 730 in the morning. It was fully light out. I darkened the room. Your boy slept till 530 p.m. PM. In comparison, I was ready to leave a wedding and had enough partying for the night, Saturday night at 5.30 PM. Yes, your boy's getting old. Boy's getting old, dude. That's just what it is. <laughs> so the other story 
that I wanted to bring up because these are two things that made me realize I'm fucking old now, okay? So if you follow this pod, if you listen to this pod, you know that your boy loves to fish. That's what I do. And now that it's getting nicer out, your boy really loves to fish because I don't want to be around a lot of people. I just want to be by myself on my kayak, Kit Moore, Coors Banquet or two and fish. Fishing starting to get better. Last month, it's been really bad because fishing in the spring really sucks. So I went to this lake that I love, Little Ospie. If you care to go, it's a great time. Uh, at this point in the year, probably like a third of the docks are in. Not everybody has the balls to want to get into really cold water and put their dock in just yet. So Memorial Day is when most people put theirs in. But there are some people who put theirs in. And uh, a few boats. There's people on their party boats and whatever, right? But it's not busy, right? Very, very slow on this day that I went last week. And I'm thinking like, man, I've had a tough week. I've actually had a couple of tough months, as explained before. (laughs) So every time I get a chance to do this now, I'm really excited to do it. So I go out there and there's a kid who lives on this lake. I think he's in high school. He looks like 15. His parents have a jet ski for him. And I think to myself, this is a perfect night. Some docks are in. I see their dock in, but there's no way the jet ski's in, right? There's no way. Okay? So I'm fishing, and I'll explain why this matters in a second. I'm fishing, doing all this stuff, relaxed, having a great time, and all of a sudden, I hear... It's the fucking kid on the jet ski. The water's still freezing. It's not warm. I mean, it's warm. It might have been 70 at this point. It's warm, but it ain't that warm to go jet skiing. And not only does this kid jet ski, he quote unquote tricks. So he's creating tsunamis and monsoons while I'm sitting in a kayak. Very close to me. Always close to me. And I just stare. I stare like an old man sitting on a porch and some kids walk by playing music too loud. Because he also has a huge system on this jet ski that you can hear two miles down the lake. Picture me angrily (laughs) sitting on a kayak, staring laser. Dude, there's almost beams coming out of my eyes staring at this kid just going, motherfucker, this fucking kid shit. I'm sitting there and then I realize I'm pissed off that a kid on a jet ski <laughs> playing super loud music. And that's when I realize I'm getting old. Cause I I shouldn't like I I was worse than and no, I never had a jet ski. I never you know. I didn't, we didn't have money growing up. We didn't have a jet ski. I don't think I've ever ridden a jet ski, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm pissed because he's ruining my silent time. He's ruining my silent time, right? And I just like to be relaxed, but he's pissing me off. And then I think, and again, this is an underlying theme in this podcast, okay? It's all perspective, and it's all seeing it from other people's point of view, what they like to do, right? So I try. I come back from Clint Eastwood, get off my lawn, and... I think to myself, well, what's the most ignorant thing that you've ever done on a lake, Kyle? Well, I'll tell you. Need a sip of water and Americano for this one. Mm. So, 
we had this friend who had a really nice lake house up in uh, Naples near Sebago Lake. And uh, he had a float. And um, we decided to play King of the Float. Um, with Okay, let me back up. This was a very nice camp in a very nice part of this lake with very big houses and people who probably wouldn't appreciate Tupac, okay? So we are playing Tupac on the stereo system loud enough that you could hear it on Mars, okay? We're like 24 or 25. So I'm older than this kid, right? We are yelling, screaming, stone-colding beers, if you don't know what that is, it's when you take two beers, crack them, crack them together, and guzzle them over your face. There's people with kids watching. And we get drunk, and we start playing King of the Float. So there are people on their other docks watching four grown men play King of the Float. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's when you just try to spear each other off the float. <laughs> so... We start doing this and we get to the edge and the the float on this kid's dad's float, which was very nice. The whole thing was very nice. I can't emphasize that enough. It was a very nice place and we're degenerates. We flip over this very expensive brand new float. The wood pieces come out and they sink to the bottom, okay? This kid's dad is showing up in like five minutes. If he shows up and sees this float turned over, we're never going to be allowed back. On top of that, we're drunk as shit trying to fish pieces of heavy wood off the bottom and put it back together. Imagine you're sitting on a dock watching this happen. Or you're a 36-year-old in the kayak watching this happen. <laughs> Nonetheless, we somehow got this flipped over and all the wood pieces in the minute the last piece got in and we fucking seal flopped onto the top of it. Cause we pretty much almost drowned doing this. His dad opened the gate and was like, Hey boys, what, what are you doing? We're like, Oh, nothing by the, the skin of our, what's it? The skin of our teeth. I was going to say something else that would probably be offensive, but the skin of our teeth. Yeah. Okay. Skin of our teeth. Had to check. Let's Google him. Um, so I sat there and I thought, if I saw that, me, doing that with all these other people, being loud, playing ignorant music, uh, destroying someone else's property, would I have hated them? Well, yes, I would have. And baby, that's how I know I'm getting old. Because <laughs> you got to let people be kids. You got to let people be kids. You got to let people be free. You got to let people... Do it, do everything. You got to let them do everything, everything they want. And will I get mad the next time I see this kid on this jet ski? Yep, I will. Yep, I will. But it's okay. But it's okay. I just know that I'm mad because I'm older now. <laughs> and it's okay. It's look, you know, I used to, like I said in the last pot, I used to fear getting older. I fucking love it so much. Because nobody expects anything out of you. And if you rise to the occasion, if you rise to the occasion, nobody, people are impressed. It, especially like weddings. When you dance to the last, when you dance to every song to the last song, or you're out with your buddies and you stay out past 10 p.m., 11, even 1 a.m., 
people are impressed. So they expect nothing after 32. So, so yeah. So that really, I guess that those are the two things that just really stuck with me. I, I think being back in Bangor got me thinking like, cause it was just stark, you know, I'm in the place where the most debaucherous times of my life, drunken times of my life happened. And then the most calm wedding experience <laughs> I've ever had happened, you know, was that, 15 years later. So it's weird. Um, and, and, and I know this is always going to be an underlying theme on here too. Don't ask me to do anything. <laughs> Don't ever ask me to do anything. I'm not going to come. If you ever want to know why I won't come, listen back to this podcast. And honestly, I wouldn't even be doing this podcast right now if I was fishing. So yeah, that's just, that's just me being honest. And I feel like honesty goes a long way. You have to be honest in life, right? So I think that's it. There's no current events. There's nothing. I want it literally hit me like an hour and a half ago. How, how much my demeanor has changed in regards to that stuff, guys. And, and I get fearful for things where I know that I'm going to have to stay up a while, like in a couple of weeks, a month, a month. Amy and I got to go to St. Louis to this first form summer smash thing, which if you ever want to feel insecure about how you look physically, go to one of these things. First form is a supplement company, supplement company, excuse me. And every year they have like a three day party and they had last year, who did they have? They had like a carnival and they had like Nelly and Flo Rida and Steve Aoki play. And it's only for like a thousand people. It's like for like the, the trainers and it's also like you can buy tickets, I think for like all the events, but when they say events, all I mean is you're up every day at like six in the morning to do something physical. And then you go to a lunch where you drink, you go to a dinner where you drink, and then there's some bar or some event where you drink and no one goes home early. So I'm, I am fearful, not even fearful. I'm dreading knowing that three days in a row, I got to give a plus effort and I got to stay up till fucking 2 a.m., three days in a row. Now I got no problem staying up to 2 a.m. if I'm home. At a bar, it's tough, it's tough. So I, I need like a good three to four weeks knowing that I'm gonna have to like, pretend like I'm having a, an awesome time for three days straight. <laughs> and Amy knows this and she appreciates it, but that's what you do in relationships, baby. It's give and take, you know what I mean? Like. She comes to me to comes with me to country, country concerts when I ask sometimes. I know she doesn't want to be there, but yet again, it's not three days, so maybe I have some power here. <laughs> so I'm working up to that. That's like the next big thing. So, so yeah. In the end, I just it's so it's so it's so. This is the weirdest age I've ever dealt with because. It's 15 years removed from college. It's 18 from high school. And I don't, I don't feel old. Like physically, I feel good. I feel like I take care of myself. Like I still feel like I'm youthful and I clearly am a lunatic. Um, so I don't feel old, but then like things will happen like this weekend and I'm like, oh, I'm old. So it's like, man, I can't wait to 47 and 57 and 67. I mean, I might, 
I might just become so angry at 57 that I just go completely backwards and become the nicest person alive and just start day drinking at 57 at the local VFW. Like who knows? So we'll see. Anyway, um, probably gonna do two pods this week. Cause there's something else I want to talk about. And I think I'm going to do fan submit fan fan <laughs> listener submitted questions. If you're a fan of this podcast, let me know. I'll make you a t-shirt. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got for notes. Um, and I hope I'm still looking into the video thing. I know I can do video on my four. I have a 4k or 5k camera, whatever it is that we use for photos in here, but it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to deal with like doing video and audio talking out loud here. I'm sure you guys don't give a fuck about this, <laughs> but if you made it this far, I want to say thank you because, uh, a lot of people have been listening to this and a lot more people, new people have been downloading it. So that's super cool. So hopefully you like it. It's a nice little break on your drive to work, your drive home, traveling, flying, whatever. Hopefully you chuckle a little bit. Hopefully you relate to it. Um, and yeah, there's something, uh, something good about having it be real and off the cuff. I mean, I write down a few notes, but it's like, whatever I'm feeling. If I'm feeling something kind of negative, I'll talk about that. If there's something really touching me emotionally, I'll talk about that. Today, I just want to talk about turning 37 on Friday and how I used to be a douchebag and stay up till 5.30 in the morning, 7.30 in the morning, and now I wanted to go home at 5.30 p.m. So it's all about perspective. And that's really what I try to, to do in my life is just keep perspective, compare and contrast, not get mad at the kid on the jet ski for playing music and tricking when I'm just trying to fish and be an old man and just keep moving forward in life, baby. <laughs> All right, guys, I appreciate you. Hope you have a great rest of your week. I think this is Monday, Monday night, May 16th. Uh, if you would like to get me a birthday gift, I like yellow cake and vanilla, excuse me, vanilla cake or yellow cake and vanilla frosting, buttercream, none of that fucking fat-free shit, the sugary shit. And uh, write something ignorant on it. And uh, if you want to drop it off at the Catalyst office, I will be here Friday on my birthday, May 20th. All right. I love you guys. See you later.